Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric here with Moss Pond and Gun. We got another gun gripe episode for you today. Uh, we're not at the shop, obviously. We're here on my porch hanging out. Uh, I've got a very special guest here, John Patton, Patton Media. Uh, also, he's got an awesome show here on YouTube. Uh, the Gun Collective is his YouTube channel. He does a lot of awesome commentary, news type stuff uh, related to firearms. So if you're a fan of gun gripes, you're a fan of our On the Porch series over on Full 30, you should definitely check out his channel. A lot of great stuff going on with that. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Andrew Cuomo's failure in the SAFE Act and the New Yorkers. What did the New Yorkers say? <laughs> Listen, buddy, you're not taking my friggin' guns. You can't have them. No way, bro. No way. All right. <laughs> and I know that was a horrible New York accent. No, that's okay. But, you know, I, I think that what this does is it sets a, a very important precedence for the perceived powers that be, or at least their, their, their perception of their own power and what it means to them, what they think they're imposing on us, and what really is. I mean, we're, we're sort of drawing that line in the sand, and essentially what I'm referring to, um, in case you don't know, John, is that, you know, they suspected millions, if not more, firearms in the state of New York, all right? And the SAFE Act basically put out there that you were to register certain firearms that had certain characteristics, certain traits, basically uh, like an assault weapons ban, similar to what they, they pushed through in Connecticut, all right, so it's very similar to that. It's it actually, very similar, uh, yeah. so they're they're banning, among other things, banning magazine capacities over ten rounds, right. uh, banning assault weapons and things of that nature. And there's there's a whole bunch more to it, but it, it's it's a really complex thing. And for like you're saying, New York drew a line in the sand and said we are not going to comply with this nonsense. Right. And I think it's super important in in the history of the United States. This is a step in the right direction well, for freedom. Well, but 43 or 44,000 people registered firearms, but most of those were actually in the city of New York. Right, in Man on the island in, of Manhattan. Uh, yeah, and people in, people in the outskirts and in, in upstate were like, screw that. And I think New York is a really important battleground state for firearms rights because you've got guys like Cuomo who just, you know, come up with these crazy things like the SAFE Act, but not only that, um, but... The issue that you've got, you know, policies that are made with this city, cesspool, or however you want to put it, in mind, but that affect the whole state, and the problems that exist in the city don't exist in the whole state. So you're going to force everyone in the entire state to have to undergo these these just crazy draconian type right. uh, policies when they're not the problem. They're not the source of the problem. I mean, punish the people that are causing issues. You can't punish the guns. So. I guess the point is, um, even law enforcement in New York has, uh, many law enforcement people have come you know, right up there and said, we're not going to enforce this. So law enforcement's not going to enforce it. The citizens aren't going to obey it. So is it really a law? I mean, and I guess that's a very important precedence to develop with the SAFE Act is the fact that if just because some guy at a desk in a suit with a pen signs some paper making me supposedly a criminal for doing something, that doesn't mean he knows what's best for me and mine. Right. And I think it's very important when many New Yorkers voted with their feet and with their... Noncompliance. Their actions. With yeah. their non... With, yes. Their noncompliance. I mean, you, you look at the entirety of the situation and, and the governor... The entire uh, government of New York has a very, very interesting situation on their hands. They said, we're creating this thing called the SAFE Act because we want to make people feel safe. And 
and there's been so much noncompliance, and they've generated it, it's millions of criminals by this. Millions of people are criminals, and the same thing happened in Connecticut. Yeah, I think they're patriots. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think they did the right thing. Yes, of course. you know, no, no question. This is the right thing to do. We will not stand for such crap. Right. And and the, the government of New York now has to go. Well, what do we do? And then they're even their own law enforcement's going I'm not right. Right, that. they've got it's constituents. Like, you, all, right, all right, Cuomo, you knock on their door and take their guns. Why right. don't you go do it? You think he's going to do it? No, he's going to stay behind his team of bodyguards in his gated community. Of course. And, you know, and watch from afar and let everything kind of, you know, develop and, and unfold, so to speak. It sets a very important precedence. And that's what is important about, you know, when I read some of the news about uh, this non-compliance with the SAFE Act. In case you guys don't know, the SAFE Act, SAFE, it stands for Secure Ammunition Firearms Enforcement Act. So basically it's under this guise of... You know, it's, it's basically an assault weapons ban, what it comes down to. It, it it's also a freedom lists, ban. It's a freedom ban, you know, and to me it's just so crazy to, to call something an assault weapon. I still hate it when people say assault rifle, assault weapon. I mean, that's like saying an eating fork. <laughs> I mean, like, if, if I'm going to grab a, you know, th that's, like, that's like somebody telling me uh, an assault axe. Like, I chop wood with an axe, but calling it an assault axe. Well, it's not an assault axe until I chop someone's, you know, go in and do a, a, a mall axing or something and go, like, right. chop a bunch, of, a bunch of people up with it or something, you know? Like, it's just so dumb to, to, to just have a preconceived terminology that you're going to refer to something as an assault weapon. Well, well, no, an assault weapon is something I use to assault somebody. If I haven't done that yet, then guess what? It, it's like right. the same thing when you're talking about sniper rifles. You know, every gun with an optic is a sniper rifle. Sniper well, rifle. It, 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 no, it's a sniper rifle. Any rifle is a sniper rifle when a sniper uses it. Right. I mean, it's the same thing. You could call everything you drive every day. It's an assault vehicle. A death car. Yeah, yeah like, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> because know. the premise of that is that, you know, this, this can kill people. Well, guess what? This can, too, if I used it a certain way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if people use things out of context and inappropriately, yeah. then it, it could be bad. I mean, that, that goes with anything out there. So to, to take a firearm, something that our country is founded upon, sure. and, and criminalize it in such a way is ridiculous. I think it's important to note that uh, it just seems like our modern society, whether it's uh, the politicians that are coming up with a lot of these crazy laws that, of course, they're, they're off their rockers, we're on our rockers here. Yeah, we're on these. But yeah, yeah, they're off their rockers. <laughs> but a lot of these politicians that are coming up with these ideas. It's almost like they're just completely separated from reality. They're living in a fantasy world where they think their word is just the golden rule and that everyone is just going to comply with what they say. Well, guess what? If I said that it was illegal to walk on the sidewalk and yet millions of people every day walk on the sidewalk, they would go, well, that's crap. We all walk on the sidewalk. Right. So it, it's like if, if enough people just say, that's bullcrap, I'm not doing that, then guess what? It's not really a law, is it? Yeah. If no one will follow it and no one will enforce it, that's the important thing. A law is only as good as the people that will enforce it or, or, or willing to enforce it. If there's a lot of laws in general, now we're not just talking 
firearms related, but even just from a standpoint of like traffic laws or, or whatever, okay, ordinances, city ordinances, there's all these random things that are out there, and police officers are sworn to uphold the law uh, that their community uh, puts out there for, for them to, to uphold, but if there are, there are a lot of laws out there that are bogus, yeah. and that even the cops go, I don't even know why that's on the books, because that right. just doesn't Well, make there's a lot of instances... Sense of old laws that have not been taken off the books that are completely silly like in certain NFA well the NFA I mean the <laughs> NFA oh my goodness we could do three hours of talking on how ridiculous that is yeah. but I'm saying there's things on the books that are like you can't marry a horse in Texas and things like that that like it's like it makes about as much sense as that I know you know what I mean it, I it's completely ridiculous and on top of that the the most important thing that I see is that a lot of these laws get created based on feelings about how people feel. Uh, I, I just want to let you people out there know that this is not about how you feel, whether you like it, whether you don't like it. This is not about feelings. This is about freedom and the way the United States is built. Well, not only, you know, but the noncompliance with the SAFE Act is also a, an excellent show of democracy in a true sense. I mean, if enough people think something's right, guess what? You don't have to like it, but it's right. Right. If and enough people think it's wrong, even if it's not a law, it's still wrong. I, I think that people have that inherent ability to understand what the greater good is to them and to embrace that greater good and, and, and sort of make sure all the people around them honor that greater good. And if enough people that are firearms owners and are passionate about firearms in New York say, screw you people, we're not going to follow <laughs> this bull crap. And they did. And they did. Then guess what? It's not really a law if no one cares. So. Right. I guess the point of this video is I want to say kudos to the citizens of New York yeah, for, well for telling them to kiss off, all right? And you guys know that on Gun Gripes, we always like to find stories like that and put them out there for you guys to, to, to know about because it's important. You know, like Bundy Ranch, when things like, like that happen out there, when things happen in California, any of those battleground states for firearms, when there's a minor victory, even if it's minor, it's important to get out there for people to, to know about because... It's just so very important that we fight everything tooth and nail because, you know, these people have unlimited resources, unlimited funds, right. unlimited support from very powerful people with lots of money. Uh, they appoint people and put them in situations where they can influence policy. And, guys, we have to really be careful about making sure that these modern-day communists these modern-day socialists that, that basically are in, wear, they're wearing an American flag on their jacket, but that doesn't mean they're not a socialist or a communist. It's for appearances at that Yeah, point. it's all for appearances. we got to make sure these modern communists aren't turning us around, you know. And, and that, it's, it's very important for us as the firearms community to stay on a united front. Yeah. You know, it, things like this, like part of the reason we get this kind of information out there and why I do it on the news in a certain way is because we want people to be educated so that we can stick together yep. and fight the nonsense. That is super, super important. Yeah, and, and, and I do also, you know, to play devil's advocate, I do realize that there are a lot of varying cultures in the U.S., and some cultures may not embrace firearms as readily sure. as other cultures. I mean, I grew up in a gun culture. I, I am the embodiment of what it means to grow up around guns. I mean, I grew up around a, a gun behind every door, and having family members that were bringing home dead deer all the time from their hunts and then going out and hunting when I was a young kid and everything. So believe me, I know all about 
you know, living off the land, killing animals with guns, having guns in the house. You know, I grew up as a hunter and as a fisherman and spending time outdoors and everything. So, right, but you don't culture, you don't force that culture on somebody else. Like no. a lot of these uh, anti-gun people are forcing their their viewpoints on us through laws and, and nonsense. Or That's they're not trying fair. To make you feel guilty about them, right? And that and culture, a, yeah. what's what's really interesting is our community tends to be a hey, listen, we respect your opinion. You can have that opinion, but don't mess with ours. Because th that, that mutual exist is, uh, excuse me, mutual respect is very, very important. It very is. important. And I, we, we try to do that. I think that firearms owners and gun people, when it comes to just gun people in general, tend to be the most level-headed, logical, and, and just family-oriented people you will ever meet. And, and if I could impart one bit of, I guess, kind of knowledge or at least a, a plea to the people that might be anti-gun that are watching this video, and we do have a lot of, uh, you know, either middle of the ground or, or full-on anti-gun uh, groups that watch our videos. It's that gun owners are not the problem. Guns aren't the problem. It's bad people are the problem. Right. And they can be dealt with. And it's, it's just they're, they're trying to put th this sort of cap on a problem that doesn't exist, and they're trying to point the solution in the wrong direction. And... I just think that most gun owners are the most friendly people you will ever meet, and it's just uh, it's a sad day when things like the Safe Act gets passed, but it's an awesome day when the citizens say enough is enough. They draw the line in the sand and they go, "Come take them." Yeah. How would that? How would a New we Yorker say that? <laughs> Come take them. Come take my friggin' gun, buddy! I dare you. There you Something go. like that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, guys, we appreciate you watching today's gun gripe, John. Thanks for coming down. Uh, we've been doing some filming at, uh, down here. That's actually why we're here at the house and not at the shop. Uh, we normally try to film gun gripes at the shop, but I didn't want to miss an opportunity to get John on camera and uh, have a chat about this. Great guy, um, advent, uh, Second Amendment supporter, obviously, as you can tell, but um, <laughs> he's got a great channel. Again, check him out on the Gun Collective. Make sure you're following us over on uh, Full 30. We've got a lot of exclusive content that's kind of getting pushed over there. Um, lots of awesome things have been happening. Uh, I really do appreciate the support that I get from many of you. Uh, a lot of folks call Moss all the time. I'm not at Moss as often as I'd like to be, but I'm trying to change that to be there more often for when a lot of you are passing through and coming into Moss to come visit. We humbly appreciate that kind of support. The phone calls that we get on a regular basis, uh, the guys that are buying man cans, all of those things equate to this information remaining free and viable and obtainable for everyone else that's out there in your community. So, you know, by, by calling the shop, by offering support, by dropping by the shop to say hello, by buying a man can, by clicking like on a video or whatever, or subscribing to the channel or sharing it with your friends, yeah. you're doing something that is gonna further this information, being able to get out there to more and more people. And I find that uh, to be very important and unique about, you know, what we do on YouTube. So it's huge. I it's do want to thank you for that. Uh, John, thanks again. Thank you for having me, brother. You know, we always have a good time. And yeah. I think this kind of stuff is, I, I, I like having these, these chats because, you know, when I, when I do my show, it's, it's a shorter form. I don't really get to wax about it too much. So yeah. when we get a chance to have conversations, you know, about important things like this, it's, it's very cool. And, you know, I, I can only say, you know, I appreciate all of you watching just as much as Eric does. You know, my channel is a little bit smaller, of course, but uh, I think the interaction with you guys is huge. And we had a discussion about that. So... Um, you know, again, thank you all. Seriously. Absolutely. Thanks for watching, guys. Much more stuff on the way, more firearms facts, gun gripes, 
uh, more torture tests, meltdowns, gun reviews, you name it. We're, we're kind of a one-trick pony type YouTube channel, so you never know what you're going to find <laughs> us uh, uploading. So be sure to stay tuned. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one. See you guys.